Hello, I'm Christopher Reibold, your door-to-door storyteller, and I'd like to give you a story. This story is called The Treasures of the Church, by me, Christopher Reibold. Prefect Hippolytus looked out over the balcony. The morning sun was still low in the sky. Hippolytus found himself squinting against the glare from the courtyard reflecting pool below. It would be uncomfortably warm by afternoon, but, for the moment, the air was still cool and redolent with the clean, fresh scent of flowers in bloom. Somewhere in the distance, Hippolytus could hear the laughter and excited cries of children at play in the garden. The prefect turned and walked back into the chamber where the tribunal would meet. The walls of the chamber were densely decorated with murals and covered in places with heavy tapestries. The murals and tapestries depicted scenes from Roman mythology. Hippolytus found himself staring absent-mindedly at an image of the she-wolf, outlined in heavy black and colored in contrasting whites, browns, and burgundies. Several lanterns hung suspended from the ceiling. A statue of Minerva looked on in silence as oily smoke curled up from one of the lanterns to slowly form a dark, sooty spot above the cathedra. As Hippolytus stood lost in thought, slaves and functionaries came and went, attending to the food, wine, and incense that would be needed for the meeting of the tribunal and the colloquy that would follow. Hippolytus wore the purple border of officialdom around the edge of the white toga that he draped loosely over his tunic. At forty he was still fit, and only the graying hair around his temples hinted at his actual age. In this insular world everything seemed perfect, though at present he took no pleasure or privileged station. The deacon would be here soon, and Hippolytus was not looking forward to seeing him again. Emperor Decius believed the Christian church possessed great wealth. To recover this treasure for the benefit of the Roman state, he had ordered the confiscation of all Christian property and the execution of all Christian officials. Pope Sixtus and all seven deacons of Rome had been arrested. The Pope and six of the deacons had been executed. Only the seventh deacon now remained. His name was Lawrence. Lawrence was a Spaniard. He was tall and handsome. Still in his twenties, his hair and beard were full and black. Lawrence was trim, with deep-set, intelligent brown eyes, and he was known for his wry sense of humor. He was also the deacon responsible for the keeping of church funds and for overseeing the distribution of alms to the poor. Prefect Hippolytus had been given custody of Deacon Lawrence until Lawrence could be interrogated. Hippolytus imprisoned the deacon in a dungeon. The dungeon was cool but very dark. The air was stale and tasted of sweat. Here, Lawrence counted down the days, waiting to be summoned to appear before the tribunal. Lawrence was held with several other prisoners. One of the other prisoners held in the dungeon with Lawrence was a blind old pagan named Lucilius. Lucilius was very thin and wore only a filthy, threadbare cloth about his waist. 
His nails were broken, his teeth were yellow or missing, and his long white hair hung down in front of his face. Lucilius had no family. He had received no education. His life had been very difficult, and yet he was also a good man who refused to give in to anger or bitterness. Lucilius found himself very drawn to Lawrence, and he questioned Lawrence about his faith. At the conclusion of their discussion, Lawrence promised Lucilius that if he accepted Christ and truly believed, his sight would be restored. Lucilius then made a profession of faith and asked to be baptized, whereupon Deacon Lawrence received old Lucilius into the church with a handful of water from a basin, and Lucilius regained his sight. Hippolytus witnessed this miracle and was deeply moved. When Lawrence was finally brought before the tribunal, he promised to surrender all of the treasures of the church, if the emperor would give him three days to gather them together. This request was granted. Three days passed, and Hippolytus had now returned to the Seleucian palace for the resumption of the trial. He did not doubt that Deacon Lawrence would surrender himself as promised. Emperor Decius and the other members of the tribunal made their way into the hall and took their seats upon the dais. A few minutes later, there was a knock upon the door. A guard opened the door, and Lawrence walked into the chamber. He stood before the tribunal, but he was not alone. He was followed by a crowd of dirty beggars, lepers, orphans, the elderly and disabled, who had come to stand with him before the emperor. When Decius asked Lawrence to explain the meaning of this assembly, Lawrence replied, Here you see the treasure of the church, a treasure which never diminishes, but grows and grows, shared by all, and carried by each to heaven. For his insult to the tribunal, Decius ordered his soldiers to torture Lawrence. Lawrence was first scourged, then beaten with clubs, then stung by scorpions, and finally burned with swords heated in a fire until they glowed red. That evening, Lawrence was again brought before the emperor. This time, Decius offered Lawrence the opportunity to save himself by sacrificing to the Roman gods. When Lawrence refused, Decius ordered his soldiers to restrain Lawrence upon a gridiron and to slowly roast him over a fire. The deacon bore up well under this last torture and even retained his signature sense of humor. He joked with the soldiers and thanked God for the opportunity to die as a martyr. His final words were spoken to Emperor Decius. He said, I am well done on this side. You should turn me over. Emperor Decius dismissed his soldiers and stormed off in disgust, leaving the body of Lawrence to continue to roast until the fire died. The following morning, Hippolytus recovered the deacon's body and took it to the campus Varanus, where many Christians were buried. There he laid Lawrence to rest, so that Christians who wished to pay their respects could pray at the graveside. Many people who encountered Lawrence during his final days were moved to conversion. One of those many converts was a man named Hippolytus, formerly a prefect of Rome.
You have just listened to The Treasures of the Church, written and read by your door-to-door storyteller, Christopher Reibold. Thank you for listening. Used by We Are One Body Audio Theater, with the permission of the licensor, granted under a copyrighted license agreement. A production of We Are One Body Audio Theater.